uh, I linked like the arguments of subscription versus free to play, but keep an open mind, always put a little bit of salt on things mm -hmm. uh, and see other. You say put a little arguments. bit of what on things? <laughs> salt. You mean take it with a grain of salt? Yes, take it with a grain of salt. That's what there I we, meant. Okay, Oh dear. My <laughs> mind was working at its finest look. Basil, this is what you get when you hang around with BCG too much, man. Uh, uh, wow. Hey, shade. I mean, it's not shade, man. We've, the guy that, yeah. we've had some we've had some. He's got work. the dark lights and everything. Look at him. He's practically a vampire at this point. It's, <laughs> not, it's <laughs> not shade if they're the Lord of Salt. Among the towering pillars they gathered, many of them had seen themselves tempered over the years through patience and contemplation. Their hearts rekindled as they looked toward the burning flames and the great beginning the ash could behold. They pondered the future and soon the smoke would give way to a greater vision of what could be. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I'm your host, Phoenix, a.k.a. Simorg. I'm joined by my returning Pathfinders. Welcome back, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. And welcome back, Basil. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Uh, oh, wait, who is that? Oh, oh, oh. And from the mist, a wandering. <laughs> what up? How's it going, Wandering Mist? He's back. Hello, yes. Back for a Hi, special Wandering episode. Um, I got lost for a while and I've returned back to the light. <laughs> Proving that not all who wander are lost, I guess. <laughs> Man. I, I come and go as I please, you know this. <laughs> it's like, I'll be here when I want to. No one owns me. Yeah. Hey, man. British invasion, indeed. Yeah, yeah man. You know, uh, the past week has been... It's been uh, not. It's been a little quieter around here. But uh, before we dig in and have our chat around all things ashes, want to dig in? Hell yeah! Of course we want to dig in. But first we got to talk about what place the home of this podcast, AshesHQ.com, community curated website for all things ashes of creation. Also want to give a big shout out to all the Imperial Flames, which are all of the financial supporters. You're on Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. Thanks so much for keeping these communities' flames burning bright week to week. And uh, we're going to make today a bit of a shorter one. Um, you know, sometimes uh, things in the ashes of creation community is qu are quiet. And the reason that they're quiet is because, well, usually the developers are hard at work and they've been hard at work uh, over the past several yeah. months. I mean, this week's been very, very productive in, in terms of like, all things ashes of creation i mean the community's been bolstered uh i mean a lot of content that they've released related to the alpha testing and uh, the future of alpha one as it's coming closer and closer you know we've been working towards getting more people into do testing uh you know so many more people have actually pre-ordered or up their backer levels you know and i mean you see people talking about all the time and um the community is definitely getting bigger man uh douglas and chat some more i love your bald head thanks buddy my bald head loves <laughs> you too i think 
I'm just going to go with it is. <laughs> I mean, you just said bald. We don't know which part of it is supposed to be bald. <laughs> Does it really matter? I'm... Apparently not. Bald is beautiful. That's okay. Bald is beautiful, Mist. Okay. Bald okay. is beautiful. Sure. Bald is <laughs> Okay. Okay, sure. Okay, sure. Hey. Hey, welcome to everybody in chat. Thanks for joining us, friends. Um, Today, we're not... I did have a... Uh, I didn't have something to play, but I'm afraid that our, our communication was lost and I just wasn't able to to get the message to come through. I, I think maybe next week it might work out. Um, we had a we did have a call in. Remember, you too can call in and leave your thoughts for the show, for the team who listens to the show, for the members on this show, our Pathfinders. You could leave it for the greater Ashes of Creation community. Call ins can and cover literally everything. So. If you want to leave feedback, you want to share some love, you want to call in and do that, and in your voice or an RP voice, it doesn't matter. We don't voice shame here on the show. <laughs> you can call in to 1-539-664-6801. Also, be sure to follow this show on Twitter at Ashes Pathfinder on Twitter. You can shoot us a mail to leave uh, something in the mailbag for us to read live as well. Um, you can do that at ashespathfinders at gmail.com friends oh yeah also if you uh do an itunes review and leave a comment there i'll be reading that on the show i i want to make kind of an announcement for my own my own content area i don't like specifically do that too too regularly um but i'm going to do that today so there have been a lot of people but whether it's in my own community and the ashes of creation community who've kind of come into like streams and some of you know this. I've I've actually been doing a stream every day this year. So if you're if you ever are wondering, like, damn, why does Sim look so tired? Why are those bags under his eyes? Is he aging faster this year? The chances are that's very possible. Because I made this uh I'm a man of my word. If I make a commitment, I stick to it. And I committed that I was gonna stream every day this year. Come hell or high water, I do it. And I have for what 269 days now as of today and i want to it's, it's commitment it, it I, is i still think it you're is. crazy for doing it but it's certainly commitment <laughs> it's dedication to the craft my friend you you ain't wrong i think it might be a little something might be going on here that might be veering me in that direction but <laughs> listen i've uh, said this <laughs> since the beginning i yeah. literally you it was, it was a choice. Oh, uh, crazy. Make good choices. This. And this is why nobody does it. Yeah. Look, man, it, it does take a very careful balance. It has been a very productive year, though, man. There have been so many people that have contributed to the growth of Ashes HQ. Uh, so many people who have contributed to the development of this show. Uh, you all that are here included, like Daedalus, Faisal, uh, Wondering Mist, Pasha has been on. Um, anyone who's been on the show, a Mist Games has been on recently. The Lore Seekers came on. Quite literally, all of these people. I mean, there are so many to name that have actually been on here. And yeah, it's to be honest, it's it's uh, very heartwarming and it's been really great. But uh, you're all here to contribute. You have contributed to the growth and the success of this channel and this community overall. So much love to you all. And with that being said, um, I haven't done giveaways in a long time, and going back to that point of like, I've heard a lot of the things people have said in the community. There have been a lot of people who are like, man, I'd really like to get into testing. I can't really afford a package. Um, I 
do not focus heavily on doing giveaways. Um, but I have decided that I think over the next three months, uh, this is kind of a big deal because it's a pretty significant investment, but I feel like it's my the one of the best ways I can say thank you. Uh, I am going to do three. I'm going to fund. You can't give away packages, but you can fund someone being able to get them or if it contributes to them uh, during these sometimes tough times for people uh, to, to either get it or if it just helps you in your own life to you know, have a little bit more comfort than what I'm going to do is I'm going to fund alpha two packs for up to a total of four individuals. Pretty crazy, right? Between now and the end of the year. Now here's the catch. There's a few ways that this is going to happen. One, this discord has to hit a thousand members and hold it for 30 days Two, our show, the ashes pathfinders podcast on iTunes has to hit a hundred five-star reviews. And we're, quite frankly, like a pretty good chunk of the way moving that direction. So it's pretty significant. That's one way to unlock one. One's to unlock it via discord to get the reviews up to a hundred five-star reviews. And then the third way is to reach 5,000 people on my YouTube or where this is posted on YouTube. And if all three of those are unlocked, then a fourth one is automatically unlocked for somebody as well. So that means up to four by the end of this year. Um, so that's the deal, right? You have to be here on this channel at the time. You have to follow it and use your currency on the channel to unlock it. So there's a lot of people that lurk and that will help people. There's a, quite a few people in my own guild alone that could honestly use it you know, because they're kind of waiting until launch or they don't have the funds. So this is just my way of saying thanks. If you're part of this community in any capacity to help make that happen. And if it doesn't happen, so be it fine. I'm probably going to do, um, a bunch of uh, giveaways for like steam games and stuff along the way, I think, because that'll help people have something to do as they're waiting for ashes. So yeah, plan on doing some fun stuff along the way. I've been contemplative about doing a, uh, some sort of a 24 hour charity event as well. That might tie into that here sometime in the next couple of months. We'll see what intrepid actually ends up doing. And it's just something that I want to do to kind of like, it helps, helps this community. Yes. But more than likely there will probably be a lot of real, real nice stuff being kind of dished out by the end of the end of the year. Some of that stuff's probably going to happen automatically anyway. If enough people that are already in this community, just like one of them initially, like the iTunes one can happen like real quick because we have a lot of people that watch it and listen to the show. So anyway, with that being said, I, I kind of want to, shift away and talk about some of the things on the agenda. We're going to pull some topics from Ashes HQ. We're going to pull some from Reddit. There was a pretty interesting one that was um, brought to my attention yesterday. That's on Reddit. Um, Wondering Mist mm -hmm. brought one. Um, and then there was actually a discussion point on one of the YouTube videos that ties in and kind of piggybacks off of the Reddit one. So we'll just dig in. How about it? Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Let's do it. Let's, let's start with the one that Wondering Mist actually brought to the uh, table. And that was, uh, you know, he said, can we talk about the tank pulling ability that was shown off in the hybrid combat demo? The rank three being able to pull up to five targets at the same time. Thoughts, Mist? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is huge, honestly. So if, what, one of the biggest uh, difficulties as a tank to deal with in a lot of MMOs is if you've got uh, packs of mobs, say in a dungeon, 
with multiple spellcasters in them. And depending on the layout of the dungeon, if you can't sort of charge uh, face first into them because you're going to pull multiple packs of mobs and you don't want that, then it's very hard to deal with multiple casters. You've really got to um, have your teammates be able to pull the multiple targets in either by line of sighting Mm -hmm. or some other method. So being able to pull multiple uh, casters to your tank, that is huge. Honestly, it's it's so big to be able to do, and it gives such agency to, to the tank. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really curious to see um, if it even stays around for more than, I don't know, a couple of testing phases, or um, even until launch, and how people can use it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I did a topic or I did a video like I don't know, like a month ago or something. I think maybe on the tank, and we were discussing the different tank types. You know, like evasion tanks, control tanks, stuff like that. And uh, yeah, this one, the tank has got just so much utility for organizing, uh, managing of ads and stuff for like dungeons and raids. It's just it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm like super. Super excited. Uh, they've got some really nice abilities. What do you guys think about uh, this uh, you know, discussion point on this? I'd be interested to see how it would work for PvP um, as well, right? Knowing that that could be kind of a game changer if you've got spellcasters on kind of the opposite side or you've got people that need help and you just, you know, yank all those guys in. So, yeah, I think that that would be, you know, pretty interesting to see how that turns out in testing. Um I kind of also see the other side where, um, you know, if you do have maybe tougher mobs and and whether or not, and, and someone fact-checked me here because I'm not sure, but whether or not you can maybe look at using lower ranks or using other ranks if, you know, that five rank, rank three pull for five mobs won't work in the pull in terms of breaking it up. So I'd be interested to see how that would work as well. Um, though, I mean, I totally agree. I think the utility of that would be fantastic, but I'm also thinking about the other side of it too, is, you know, when you don't want to pull multiples, you want to control it. How's that going to work? And what's the interplay of that and crowd control as well? But yeah, really, really interesting point there. I mean, I think it's a very cool concept, Um, like pulling five people all at once. Well, I think they have to test it in multiple scenarios, like when you're over leveled and under leveled in, in PvE and PvP. Um, because, like, if you go on a dungeon and you only, like Daedalus said, wanted to just pull one target at a time, you don't want to pull all of them just by casting that one ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and in PvP, I don't know how broken it can be dragging everybody and taking all of their attention to that one specific tank and imagine if the tank had the taunt ability mm-hmm. <laughs> AoE, AoE taunt AoE yeah. pull into AoE taunt into just tons of AoE damage from everybody yes Jesus. <laughs> wow man um, oh buddy his <laughs> eyes man he had them eyes oh, potential of it man although to be honest um one thing that I am curious about with the PvP side of it is how does it work with collision? Can you, for example, if 
a teammate of yours is about to get pulled in. Can you body block a teammate to stop them getting pulled? How does that work? Yeah, true. That could that be some be very interesting mm -hmm. counterplay there if you can body block your own teammates to stop them getting pulled in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then like how's the how's the choice of the additional targets? Like it's Nomi and Chat's talking about. Like you know, is it has a base? I, I mean, mean, it seems like it would be based off the cone. Like mm -hmm. in my it could mind. it could be a cone or an AOE. Whatever's okay. around the tank, true, yeah. Yeah, or whatever's closer within a certain you know threshold, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know that the base pull ability, the rank one, is a tab target ability. But in yes. the hybrid combat demo, Stephen did say that some abilities can change to action combat. Yeah, that yeah. might be one of them. Who knows? Hmm. It could uh, be in which case you yeah. aim it. Otherwise, if it if it's just tab target the whole time, then right. I assume that it would be like pull the target and then four up to four other mobs in a radius around that target. That would make the most sense to me. But mm -hmm. I mean, who knows? We have no idea what could happen. They could do anything. This is the augmentation system, man. This is like where we. Oh yeah. This is like where sure. we keep going back to. It's going to be. We're, so much we can only speculate because it's like once we get the augmentation system we understand how that system works that right there is the foundation for like really i mean really having an idea of where this is gonna go what's what's very interesting about this because they're developing both tab targeting and action combat at the same time mm -hmm. they're not ignoring any of them. so when they mm -hmm. make an ability uh it's there for both so they design it all for both. It's just a matter of how how you're going to see the perspective of it. Are you going to use it tab targeting or action combat? Mm -hmm. But uh, it's still going to be very interesting how they're going to balance it out because uh, I can with see a lot of mayhem. <laughs> Honestly, with great difficulty is the answer to that one. Yeah, mm -hmm. very true. It's I don't know a single game that is really embracing the hybrid system yeah. as much as Intrepid are planning to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like I said this because I, I did a recent review of the hybrid system and yeah. I said on there, um, you, I don't know a single game where you, you have skills that start off as tab target and then can switch to action um, if you put points into them. That is really weird, and yeah, no, no game I know has ever done that. So I'm, yeah, I am ultimately very curious to see how it works. And then, of course, as people are saying in the chat, how does PvP taunting work? Mm -hmm. We don't know. There are so many different ways they could they could do it. You know, you were once once uh, Faisal was got done talking, you. You started like bringing up your point. I don't know why, but for some reason, as you start talking, I I just I thought I was about to hear you say, "With great power comes great responsibility." <laughs> I don't know why, man. I I I, uh, I, I want to see the I want to see the tank in, in using abilities like that actually have a lot of, I guess, a lot of uh, agency over how they how yeah. their control impacts things. Um, I I don't know man. I I have some pretty strong feelings that they I don't think they're trying to necessarily revolute like reinvent the wheel on action tab target, but I I have a feeling that they're trying to really refine it. 
give us something a little bit more meaningful than than what we've seen. I just I don't know. I, you know what I mean? It's kind of like you feel like you're veiled a bit. Mm-hmm. Much like that mm-hmm. intro talked about, you kind of feel like you're waiting for something to clear out the way to kind of see this thing, this 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 uh, kind of model of what they're they're going for, but you don't really see it yet because they haven't fully really revealed it. They just kind of cleared it in a couple areas, and you've seen little hints of it, but you haven't quite quite sure. Not really, uh, haven't really been quite sure of what is there, you know, and haven't quite been able to see what's what's there to reveal yet, and. Yeah, I I just man, I uh, I am so excited to get f- into the future to where we're actually testing regularly, to where there's like so like loads of people in there, just beating the servers up, and just really going to town and 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 having so much more input from the player base, like openly having that kind of conversation happening between people. That's going to be really mm-hmm. good, right? Because that's where I think a lot of the the growth around this is going to occur for the community. Because right now we're all just speculating, but um, anyway, I uh, there, there we could so dig into like talking about different skills and stuff. I mean, that's a really good example mm-hmm. of one. Uh, mm-hmm. The augmentation system is going to the second that we have a foundation of what that really looks like, mm-hmm. dude. It's going to be really interesting. People oh, are gonna yeah, be for sure. Yeah, I mean the conversations we're gonna have here, the conversations <laughs> that are gonna be had in the community. Oh man, I think oh, it's, it's gonna, gonna like, blow up. There'll be yeah. so many videos. Yeah. come out. It's the content creator scene is just gonna explode as soon as that happens. <laughs> That's what I'm as waiting long as... on. I'm waiting on that. That's my jam. That's it. <laughs> be patient. I can't. I'm trying. Oh, it's oh, it's almost no, four years, I bro. <laughs> Almost four years. Actually, how long has it been? Yeah, it's 2016 for me, so I've been just sitting here kind of chipping away. Yeah, been a while, been a while. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. So this is is an interesting one. Um, And I I have a pretty straightforward answer on this particular point. Uh, This one came from Red. I don't have a name because it was actually brought to me by one of my own community members. Uh, And the discussion point was... What would people think of a subscription uh, being in-game time-based, meaning your time in-game, okay? Go with this uh, saying, uh, okay, so this concept really isn't a very big thing in Western culture, and they said that they're not necessarily asking for them to implement it, but curious how people think of this overall as an idea. Some MMOs have adopted the policy of selling you 30 days of in-game time instead of reoccurring 30-day subscriptions. And I think it's a very nice or it's very nice for people or for people that cannot be on every day. And I personally would spend double their current subscription price. So this person is just presenting the idea of being able to have game time or sub time, but it doesn't tie to just here's your time for the 30 days. That you're paying for instead it relates directly to your in-game time played so mm. that's one thought and then your thoughts on the price of it either way i'm just gonna let y'all d- dig in jump on in, whichever one of you wants to tackle on this first um, i'm gonna maybe take a stab at this one i i'm not sure this would work from a business model perspective um uh, but I haven't like really had any experience with kind of a model like this before. Um, 
I mean, I think at some level, you know, depending on how much time you play for a more casual player, um, you're you're probably going to get the value out of it. So I think from a gamer perspective, I think it makes sense. But I think from a business model perspective, you're you're kind of eating into that. Um, how should I say? I don't want to say guaranteed, but that you know leveled out revenue. So you know that even no matter how long somebody plays, they're going to end up you know paying month on month there's no guarantee that somebody's gonna like you know buy that continued 30-day game time if they're you know taking breaks i know a lot of people myself included if things get busy i'm not going in generally and canceling a subscription and coming back so i don't know i just don't think it'll work as well um in kind of uh i guess the more uh um, domestic model that we have today, which is more familiar. And I don't even know how much they would charge for that 30 day game time. I mean, I don't think price point wise, they're going to go much more past what they are today. Um, I just, I just don't see that happening, but you know, I'm, I would love to hear what you guys think. Come on, y'all go don't first. So first. Mine's already pretty, pretty well solidified, but I want to hear what y'all have to think or have to say first. All right. So, at the end of the day, it comes down to better for the customers versus lost revenue for the company. And we don't know the finances involved. It may be that they could manage with a like subscription where you only pay for the game time that you use in-game. On the other hand, it might not. We don't know. And I think that's pretty much my my thoughts on it. I, we, because we don't know, it's so hard to make a judgment call on whether this is something that will be good for the game or not. So at the end of the day... Um, actually, no. This is the other thing about it, is that when you've got... Um, when you only pay for the time you spend in game there's less of an incentive to actually log in mm. and that has a direct effect on everybody else who's playing especially in a game like ashes where you need people logging in every day you need people to be active as opposed to just logging in for a couple of hours a week yeah so and yeah that that can have a, a huge effect I definitely want to pick game back play. off of that in a second, okay. too. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, basically, like, okay, I, I can see the argument and why people might actually want this. However, you also put, like, you can take that very similar to the box game um, price, for example. Like, for the best example I can give you is Guild Wars 2. Basically, buy what you want and play as much as you want. You buy, for the, you buy the DLCs, you get to play the DLCs. And mm -hmm. but the the difference is here. What quality do you want the game in? Because in that sense, you're technically looking at Guild Wars too. In in a matter of sense, when you buy the game, you can log in whenever you want, um, play whenever you. Want. Mm -hmm. But you're also like um, sacrificing a lot of things. First of all, the not the long-term revenue, the short-term. You're, you're only getting that much revenue short-term, but for the long run, you're not getting a stable income. 
you need a stable income in order to make that company run very well for that content to be generated good quality content not like regular content not cheap content no regular <laughs> good quality content <laughs> um, yeah that's a really good point Faisal. i agree so like i have a link to like because i've always went to this discussion with my friend do you go for the subscription-based model or do you go for the price uh box price model um model and i found the website basically summarizes the entire argument it is a good thing it's it is a good practice but at the end of the day like there's a quality standard that you need to put your finger on do you want a good quality game or a stat like mildly good depends on you really yeah and just jumping off of that the other thing too in the guild wars model at the end of the day they have to have a cash shop to maintain too right so you, they're getting they're looking to get the revenue in other ways you know paying you know for inventory slots etc right all these convenience pay to convenience items mm -hmm. tend to come into play whenever you're doing anything that's less of a monthly investment um you know there's still obviously mmos that do like that premium membership and you pay the you know 15 bucks a month but then you also have a cash shop but still i would just think from a revenue perspective um you know yeah. you're you're still gonna have to find a way to make that money regardless mm -hmm. and, and i agree with you in some of those cases if you don't make that money the quality of the game will suffer right and then you yeah. end up losing out in the end mm -hmm. yeah uh i linked like the arguments of subscription versus free to play but keep an open mind always put a little bit of salt on things mm -hmm. uh, and see other you say put a little bit of what on things? <laughs> salt. You mean take it with a grain of salt? Yes, take it with a grain of salt. That's what there I we, meant. Okay, got that. Oh, dear. My <laughs> mind was working at its finest. Look, Basil, this is what you get when you hang around with BCG too much, man. Uh, <laughs> wow. Hey, shade. I mean, it's not shade, man. We've, the guy that, yeah. we've had some. We've had some. He's got the dark lights and everything. Look at him. He's practically <laughs> a vampire at this point. It's, <laughs> not, it's <laughs> not shade if they're the Lord of Salt. Also, I've had we've had we've had BCG on the show a couple times, and I gave him a hard time uh, then about. I think I like <laughs> gave him a hard time about the salt factor, or whatever. And I think uh, I was like, "What do you call your community?" He was like, uh, "And I was like, were they like saltines or like?" Yeah, it was a good time, man. It was, it was fun. Salt. It was all in good fun, Ooh, man. Salt yeah. Legion. Salt Legion. That's oh my god, that's yes. right. I need to remember that. Uh, I, I think Saltines would probably play a little better. <laughs> it's more fun, at least. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's a good. You definitely need to check him out if you uh, BCG does or the Big Cheek Giant does a uh, yep. podcast. Also, it's usually on Sundays as well, but it's earlier in the day. So definitely check him out. Another good creator in the ashes. Bam. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, um, here's my thought about it. Dude, there's already no box cost, right? Uh -huh. You can already wait. And this ties into what someone in chat just said, uh, which was uh, Vale in chat had said this too, uh, which is there's already no box cost. Yeah. 
they're already you can already wait till the game launches pay the four, what 14.99 for the first month or whatever play that 15 dollars and play it religiously if you want to immerse yourselves in it get loads of game content and time out of it and and it's and if you don't like it you don't you don't have to play it i mean there the risk of financial risk compared to even just normal standalone product games like these rpgs that come out or like you know whatever that you can play that sometimes i mean i think about destiny 2 when it first came out i was so annoyed dude i paid like 70 bucks or some crap for that game or 60 bucks or whatever it was and i got through the story in that so fast i was like are you kidding me there's not even more story than this i know dlcs that have more story than this it was horrible for for somebody who wants to enjoy a story and go like i want to play this for more than at least a couple days right nope i was done with the story fast real fast and i was just like oh. in this situation you are gonna have tons of story to play through and events and pl all that stuff and you don't have to pay a box cost on top of it unlike most games like world of warcraft it's like here you get the expansion or the base game you pay for the expansions you also have a sub cost and so i mean here as a gamer you could if you don't know you could wait till the day it launches pay 15 bucks play it make your decision and you don't have to go any further than that if you don't want to already so i yeah from a financial uh, standpoint i don't see and look i i don't know the financial perspective or like where their money is or anything but for me just just looking at it from like a logical perspective sub models pretty damn nice if you don't have to worry about a box cost at all going going potentially lower than that doesn't seem like that makes sense to me at all but you know now if you're talking about a game that has a box cost and that was maybe a model then maybe but this kind of leads me to another point which is what mist brought up that i i think is worth talking about the incentive to log in uh, you need that. You, you yeah. need an incentive to log in. Otherwise, the game just dies, especially a game like Ashes, mm -hmm. which relies solely on the community being there. Mm -hmm. So I want to kind of put a flag on that because I definitely want to keep this one right here as a side, side note to, to discuss in a minute. But someone else had mentioned uh, on... This was on YouTube on one of the, the last podcasts. They said... Lineage 2 was destroyed by NCSoft when in 2011 they decided to remove the subscription model and added shops that just completely destroyed the game. And ZA always said, this is the person posted it, they always said, I'd rather pay more for my sub but have no shops that influence the gameplay. Think about it. How much do you spend on takeaways, snacks, etc. per month? Surely more than 15. It, you know, to the average person, that's probably a fair, a fair argument to make. Um, that is definitely how I rationalize it when I think of fifteen bucks a month. I, in my circumstances, and I also think in the majority of people's circumstances, I mean they probably spend that much on random things in their life regularly. I mean, for the kind of hours you could put into a game like Ashes, I mean, fifteen bucks is pretty. It's a pretty fair amount of money to spend on the kind of um, time that you could invest in potentially entertainment. So, um, but I still think that's not really the most relevant point. The most relevant points, actually the fact that like as a business model that they have, they've got to 
they've got to make the money to maintain at least. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> so that's my perspective. I I don't see how that would be. I know Steven's got money and everything. Can't expect him to just make this like the most the cheapest game in the in the world to play. He <laughs> just just cause but, but... Games, games cost money. Yeah. Um people yeah, pretty much artists though about mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, going ahead, man. Yeah, I want to hear. Just, just going to your point about the um how you'd rather have a subscription model. I, I personally would too. The thing about the free to play games and even the buy to play with sort of cash shop convenience, you always have there's always that little thing in the back of my mind that says, How much have they gimped the gameplay to force you to pay into the cash shop? Whereas when you've got just a subscription model, like Ashes have. Mm just the subscription there's no incentive for the uh the developers to gimp the gameplay in any way whereas you get a game like uh Elder Scrolls Online or Guild Wars 2 and you can see clearly that there are that the developers have gimped the gameplay in order to encourage you to buy into the cash shop or this extra subscription or whatever and that that to me it, it just leaves a sour taste in my mouth you know what i mean I, I don't like it at all. Yeah, I see where you're coming I wish from. Be honest, can they? Can people not just be honest? Yeah, come on. It's, a, it's not a. I, I I got nothing, man. I I do agree with you on that. Yeah, good point. Um, I you know, Magisto in chat said, um, personally, I strongly feel like there should have been a box price, but that's just me. Box price, box price plus a sub fee. I mean, I mean, I think I know what Magis is looking at because, mm-hmm. like, you have the biggest, finest example is Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, you have to pay for the box cost, then you have to pay a subscription, then if you want to play the DLCs, you have to pay for those. Um, what I look at here is basically Final Fantasy is trying its best to put a line, a cost barrier for people who wants to rebuy the game for like hackers uh, they want to make multiple accounts all these things they want to stick with one account that's it <laughs> so so if they have the money to spend for multiple accounts go ahead you need the whole entire bank <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i agree so... be careful with that that buy multiple accounts is pay to win <laughs> according to some people at least <laughs> i i don't know man there, there's been some weird conversations that have happened on the discord and the forums that i've seen uh, yeah same i'm just like what are you talking about dude <laughs> like i'm trying to track the logic but sometimes it's just not there um you know i gotta read probably the most important comment in chat right now uh it really is and i think that i need this to really just resonate for everybody Please, listeners, you know, viewers. This comes from good friend Vintharian. Be honest, people. Wondering Mist commands it. <laughs> you were going to bring that up. I knew it. God damn it. <laughs> we don't get you on the show very often. Come on, man. I got to enjoy it while it lasts. You know what I'm saying? Is, is this my new mod powers? Like, you will obey me no matter what or else. The thing is... The thing is, Wandering Mist is the commander that you will not find. No. Oh yeah, I'm I'm stealth. He's not the exactly. He's not the. He may not be the commander you want, but it's the commander you need. Oh, for God's sake. 
Nice. Oh, my goodness. I could just imagine. Wandering Mist, Wandering Mist, we need your aid. You can't find him. He shows up behind you. I'm right here. Oh, oh my god! I swear to God, I I hope that either Toast or Maggie don't actually see this. <laughs> oh man! They'll I'm probably, sorry. They'll probably just laugh at you, man. <laughs> like we do, because it's fun to see you get all a little bashful and like cringe a little bit on occasion. Oh, I'm cringing inside so hard right now. It's all right, That's man. Okay. It's all right, man. You know what? <laughs> this does kind of tie in. Like I I don't necessarily here here's my thing right it i would actually be okay genuinely would be okay paying a box cost i and i have a question for you guys like on this one here like i know that the goal is like we're gonna have a subscription model game you Mm -hmm. don't ever pay for content as part of that like if one day right just if i'm not saying i i think this should happen or this is probably going to happen or something like that. Cause I'm not a mind reader. Or I can't predict the future yet, but you never know, man. Some alien might come along one day and give me some superpowers. I mean, then I'm going to have to choose wisely. <laughs> That'd be cool. Look, I just want superpowers for one day in my life just to try it, you know, just to see what happens. It'd be fun. Um, That out of left field, but sure. I just, sometimes they slip in, man. But uh, <laughs> honestly, dude, like uh, if one what day for some your superpower, hold on, we, oh, we got to explore geez. this, dude, this is too big of a conversation for right now. Oh, okay. it is. I could I could talk about this for like 30. Oh, okay. would it be invisibility? No, no, actually, it wouldn't be. But um, I had a conversation. Oh, man, dude, somebody was trying to tell me this <laughs> week that. Batman wasn't a hero at all, and I was like, "Dude, listen, this." Week. <gasps> they tried to tell me that. I'm like, "Don't talk Sacrilege. about talk about Bruce Wayne like that." Nothing. <laughs> Batman is the OG hero. <sighs> Man, Here's, Shazam! No, what Shazam if, is just yeah, that's, I can't that. do that. That's like blasphemy in this chat, Bjork, and much love, but no. Here's <laughs> a here's a really a the question I want to get at though. Um, all all jokes aside, uh. If one day, mm-hmm. let's just say for some reason they said, you know, we need to start charging for expansions now. Would you all be okay with that? It's there's no reason to believe that, but I just want to know what you think. Wait, well, if if one day so for some reason, like, let's say that the game was out and look, we could say Kickstarter did a you know, whatever it helped to fund the original launch or blah, blah, blah. But like say one day for some reason things were tight and it wasn't going so well. And they said, you know, we need to start charging for expansions. Would you be okay with that? Well, that's the kind of worms I'm not even going to get into. I'll let somebody else talk about that. Fair. (laughs) (laughs) Like if, if you look at it as a business standpoint, I can see why they might do it. But it's gonna be a lot of backlash. So it's just a, a hypothetical, of, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of backlash because they they promote the game to be a subscription based game, and they promised a lot of people <laughs> from the Kickstarter to to what's it called have a lifetime subscription, yeah. and they have to explain to them why the DLCs cost this much. Like it's 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 gonna be it's it's gonna be a tough cookie to handle. <laughs> it's not gonna be easy. A lot of people mm. will not like that, at least in the beginning. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with what Faisal is saying. I mean, it, it will open a phenomenal Pandora's box. I mean, me personally, like having, if I had no history whatsoever with the community, with the Kickstarter, et cetera, et cetera, um, I wouldn't have a problem with it on kind of two conditions. Um, and one is that the cost isn't, you know, exorbitant like i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say like wow level of cost per expansion um then again right the kind of the other side of that is how much content is actually coming into that expansion how much does it add again there's kind of a balance there i mean if there's not a lot of content that's really coming in or not a lot of um whether it be story or kind of new areas or new weapons or what have you, I would, I would probably not be okay with it, but I guess I, I mean, again, right. Not having the history now, right. I switch that mm-hmm. hat on with the history. Mm-hmm. Then I'd be like, that's a load of, you know what? Right. I mean, I just, I wouldn't expect Steven to go back on his word to ever do that. Mm-hmm. But a business is a business. And if, if as a business person, if I had to make a choice with keeping the dream alive and, you know, charging customers for work that my team has done, mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I would make the choice to charge, right? To say, look, hey, we can maintain or we can not charge and then dig ourselves deeper into a hole. I'm, I'm hoping, right, that, you know, good decisions are made. So that that isn't the, the case, but I, I would have to say there's kind of two minds that I have to that is one mm-hmm. having the history and one not. And I think it's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, as much as I have just, you know, thrown Blizzard under the bus, I've bought every expansion they've ever released for World of Warcraft. I mean, let's mm-hmm. be honest. It's like anyone who likes MMOs that's a mainstream MMO. So people are used to that because there wasn't any expectation set that they wouldn't charge for an expansion. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it also depends on how big of the expansion going to be because like with a game of ashes, it's not going to be that easy. <laughs> um, right. how, how are they going to do it? Are they going to film this to where you go from one place to another with, like having a loading screen or is it going to be tied in the world like one big ass area mm. yeah dude and whether you can keep playing the the game without having to buy the latest expansion yeah because mm-hmm. with wow you can do that with elder scrolls you can do that mm. um but yeah it's it's very hard if yeah. I, I don't know if Ashes will be able to, of course, depending on what the DSC involves, mm-hmm. DLC involves, yeah. but yeah, it might be a fact that if you want to keep playing, you have to buy the expansion or the DLC, in which yeah. case that completely uh, changes yeah, yeah. The, the whole uh, dynamic of it. You know, like I, I, I see where y'all are, all of y'all are coming from too, and I kind of you know, I pose that question because genuinely that's something that I've heard before. And it, you know, when I saw the gist of talking about that in chat, I was like, oh man, you know, like I, this ties into this point. So I could hit on this. I could talk about this. And the person, if they're listening or watching, could be like, okay, so same, you know, do this on the agenda and everything. But 
here's my perspective, right? I'm, I am of two minds as well. Um, my one mind kind of goes to where Magisto is at and, and even where these other people have kind of talked about, I, as, as a practice do not have a problem with paying for an expansion, paying for not DLCs, expansions and like base games. And I don't mind having that with the sub model. I don't like it's when things in the shop get out of control and you try to nickel and dime everybody for every little thing. Now, th the reason mm -hmm. that I'm cool with that is because it doesn't reflect that kind of behavior. So I don't have a problem with it. Um, the issue, though, and this is for the person that had asked me this question and brought it up. The issue is that, be, and this ties into something we talked about on the Looking for More podcast on Thursday. So if you want to know the bigger kind of rant that I had about this, I would definitely encourage you all to check it out. You can check it out. It's on all the podcast places. It's in our Discord posted. It is relevant to this conversation, but I'm not going to rehash the same thing here. So I do encourage people to check that out. But short form, or a short form of that answer is if you go to something like Kickstarter or you ask people to fund you in any capacity and your vision of which you are kind of presenting to people is something that you are asking for, you know, money and faith in, right? Even if you've already funded the game, even if uh, you can potentially not need that money or whatever, if you present a vision and say, this is what we're going to do, then if you deviate from that, you, you run the risk of people losing faith, not trusting you, damaging your reputation and in this day and age with gaming and especially MMORPGs and kickstarted games, even though it wasn't fully backed as a kickstart, like, you know what I mean? That was like part of some of the stuff and things we saw in the game that didn't actually like Steven is the reason the game exists. Right. And the Kickstarter helped to fund additional things and allow for community engagement in the process of all of that. That's what really it was. And so when people have a vision and it, they deviate from that you run the risk of some just really bad things happening to people's faith and belief in you and trust in you and once that happens i i don't believe you can fully get back to from where no. you were and so even though i i actually have one mind don't have a problem with it the other mind recognizing that that is part of the history understands that that's not going to be a good it wouldn't be a good choice and that's why i don't ever see it happening i think it's far more likely that we can see things like um Things in like the cash shop being there, but then as long as they're not like I don't know, pay to win. As long as you don't do that, right? As long as you don't tie in things like that, and you um, don't do things like the Elder Scrolls Crown Crate seasonal sort of ridiculousness, mm. I think you'll be okay. I think you'll yeah. be okay as long as they got the dedicated player base, which yeah. I think they will have. Yeah. Uh, I just want to go to uh, Sega Mod in the chat um, who brought up a, a point I want to just touch on. Uh, he said, uh, just having a sub with cosmetics in the mm -hmm. shop, they'll be fine. Look at League. That is free to play, and you can buy cosmetics and then champions. Um, they have huge prize pools, mind you, and it isn't an MMO, but it's still a popular game. Um, I don't think you can really compare League of Legends to any MMO. For one thing, the development costs, let's be frank, for League are a lot smaller than any yeah. MMORPG. Plus, you're talking about the single biggest esport 
in the world. Like the amount of uh, money they pull in from ad revenue, from their various uh, sponsorships just for their um, esports scene alone is probably more than a lot of MMOs get on in the same time frame. So I don't really think you can compare the two. And League of Legends is very much an outlier. I don't know any other game that has grown so big and gotten so successful off a pure free-to-play cosmetic model. I can't think of it. I don't know if you guys can. Uh, Not just that, Mist, Mist, Mist. How much does it cost to buy one skin in League that just got dropped? Depends on the skin. Usually anywhere between $5 and $30. My ass, it's 15 bucks. (laughs) There's an entire subscription for a month. <laughs> oh, don't forget about Valorant. Valorant is crazy expensive. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, oh, shit. I refuse to play it. <laughs> Valorant cosmetics for guns. For guns. It's not no. even for the character itself. Just mm-hmm. guns. Mm-hmm. And expensive as hell. No. <laughs> I mean, fair play to Riot Games. They have done incredible <laughs> things that no other game has really done. No other company has done. They have grown. But they are very much an outlier when it mm. comes to the games industry. A bit like Minecraft. Minecraft's also I mean, an outlier. But you, I don't really consider it as big of an outlier as you think. Like, if you take that same concept... It's very close to Guild Wars 2 again. Because Yeah, just and and just look at the difference in the player base. Yeah, in, in, exactly. Yeah. It's it's a very big difference. I'm not I'm not saying it's exactly the same or of that, but it's well when you're talking about business models, it's a little bit similar. Oh yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Tiny no. <laughs> Sorry. <no. laughs> oh my goodness. How far down this uh, rabbit hole are we going to go? Yeah, it could go, it could go away. Um, <laughs> here, how about this one? So I'm going to tie in two things. Like one, the troll tolls who said, "Don't think anyone knows, but how much will the cash shop have?" Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. That's that's a good Wait, question. For ashes. Yeah, like down the road, like post launch, kind of an idea. Oh, to like, who knows? Yeah, and are they going to cycle in and out? Who knows, man? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's there really hasn't been a lot of reference to that. Um, it is a good no. question, though. Um, someone kind of in regard to discussion this past week on pay to win and cash shops, um, Austin on Facebook said, uh, as much as cosmetics aren't pay to win, I feel it hurts trade skills. If a tailor could make all this stuff they're selling, it would add to their usefulness and work. Uh, the other items and to the other skills, it gives more, uh, gives them more purpose. Plus, I feel, especially in MMOs, every item should be achievable. Um, even if it limit or its limits, uh, sorry, even if it's limited or extremely rare or nerf, but I understand funding as long as they don't cross the line of beneficial in-game items, I can ultimately live with. And that's kind of where I'm, I'm at. As long as it doesn't mm-hmm. get, you know, cause there to be a gain in any regard to any of these pillars of the game's development, then I don't, I don't mind it. Um, but I actually read something in chat too from Grey Jedi. I said, let's be real. I'm not buying the cheap skin. If I'm buying, I'm opening the wallet all the way. <laughs> nice. I'm, go home, huh? Fair. Fair. Whew, you know, yeah. I'm um, 
I'm curious, and this is a question I'm posing to everybody here because this this podcast episode will be live and posted by tomorrow, which is Monday. Um, usually, actually, it'll be by late tonight. Um, but we have an upcoming live stream, everyone, on the this coming Wednesday. Usually, we get them on Fridays, and I, I did mention it before, but it is going to be this Wednesday. I'll be there, and I hope you will be too. We'll definitely be doing a post live stream discussion in our very very normal format although we usually do it on a friday so it'll be interesting to do it on a wednesday um i'm curious what are you all hoping to see we got something (laughs) even dropped some stuff already in discord it was the ram strider i believe which i posted on Mm -hmm. twitter Mm -hmm. and then there was also like that sword that he was like showing off um i mean i'm still waiting for the other classes but yeah I can hope and dream. Actually, you know one thing that I thought about today? Yeah. I don't think we have seen the orcs like scaled up against the other races. Oh, good yet. point. We yeah. don't know how big they're gonna like we've seen the humans and the and the dwarves side by side, as it were, and like in gameplay okay. footage, but we haven't okay, okay. seen the orcs. How big I mean we only be? we only saw them in concept. Like they showed showed them yeah. on the last scene. Yeah, so I'd be very interested to see if they have something in the works for that. Yeah. That'd be cool. You That'd know, be uh, cool. well, Prismia in chat said that what they're hoping to see on the live stream is Jeff's smile. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Honestly, is, I'd... Is, uh... the, is this a late April Fool's joke? Just watch Jeffrey smiles on the, on the camera for, <laughs> for the entirety of the live stream. Oh my God, can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be that'd be that'd be pretty funny man i'm actually uh i'm hoping that we just see that normal like what they've been doing they've done a really good job of showing us something in game something in the world more renders for things that have been you know this is like something i go back to uh i remember way back Daedalus. you remember when we were like hey all these things are really great but can we see some renders of them and yeah. let, dude, the past like six months to a year, we've just seen that like over and over and over. Yeah, mm-hmm. easily a year now. Easily a year. Yeah, it's been easily a year, yeah. And that's great because it goes from this like idea of, well, that's great concept art, but what what do we get to see? It ties in with, look, the game's moving forward. Mm-hmm. Instead of it just yeah. being a bunch of talk and people not having faith and trust, that's the beauty of Intrepid Studios. Mm-hmm. The progression oh, yeah. continues to be there. There's evidence to support the games moving forward. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's what it, that's what it comes down to. And most importantly, the vision hasn't changed. And that's the thing I, I go with is, you know what? If every time they do a live stream, they show something, they continue to show that the vision is there. That's the goalpost. And we're moving closer to it. We're doing great. We're doing great. I think, and that's what I'm looking forward to seeing more of, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I think just more kind of more and and maybe something different. I think one of the, you know, streams where they did show a little bit more like work stuff, I thought that was really like cool. Something new would be nice. I would definitely agree with Miss. I mean, I've been jonesing for seeing the other classes for a while now. I mean, in the day, it's like, it's not going to happen, but I would definitely like to see at least something, even some more hints or some 
quick reveals of some of their thinking around some of the other classes and what they can do. I would love to hear more about the augment system. I know they're like right now they're testing core stuff, so that not not really there yet. But definitely, um, I'm hoping whatever testing is happening gives them enough where we can start seeing the goalposts and start seeing a roadmap. So I don't expect to see that in the live stream, but I would like to at least get you know a few short term milestones that they're working towards and some timing. But we all know. That's always been a really double-edged sword with, uh, mm -hmm. with the, the past announcement. So, but yeah, I, I just I hope we get you know just more content. Any content is good content, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I'm and, just gonna say, surprise me. Surprise <laughs> you, right? <laughs> I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. The I I, I just want to say, like hearing Sim talk about the the vendors and stuff. I I just want to say, like. The art and animation team for Intrepid, they're just putting in so much work. Yep. I, it is amazing, the stuff that they're putting out right now that beautiful. we've seen. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's beautiful, man. I, I'm, I'm... Call me a white knight, whatever. Look, I've had plenty of criticisms of the game before when they were there, but I'm sorry, man. I think that the art team is just killing it. I do. Mm -hmm. I think they're killing it. Gen C, the whole group of them, the art team is just phenomenal. I I remember some points in time in the past, like a year, year and a half ago, where I was really not sure the direction the art was going. And I was like, I really hope that the game aims for this space of like realism, but not too real so that it doesn't look gross later. Mm -hmm. And I really think that they're nailing it, man. I, I see it. And I'm just so happy with it, man. I, I couldn't be happier. You know, uh, that's all I, I got. Feel, yeah. I feel when the game launches, I'm just going to buy a projector. Just <laughs> it all over my wall and just look at the scenery. That's great. Oh. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just thinking to myself, that's a projector thing. So that's awesome. That's an awesome idea. And I may implement that if I do win the lottery. But... But I have never, like, this in the past tests they've had that I've participated in, I've never actually, in an MMO, sat and enjoyed the environment in an alpha stage, right? In an alpha stage, I'm I'm testing, you know, bugs, et cetera, all that stuff, right? And I do that in these tests, but I've never just sat there just for a minute or two, man, like, man, this is, like, really, really well done. Like, just even just the little details, and I think that's kind of the the biggest takeaway from whenever we see any art is the level of detail these guys put into everything is just fantastic. And I think that is just taking that immersion to that next step for me. So yeah. <laughs> cool. for sure. Oh God. <laughs> Do you want to say it or should I? Uh, <laughs> just mean? say it. Just say it. Oh. My, my friend in chat silvermine said <laughs> basil no prismia said basil in his element 100 immersions and all he needs is an in-game blanket silvermine said he'll put on his bunny ears and run through the fields in aoc <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's beautiful look man uh. I just one day I'm hoping one day someone who's really good at doing this will just find a way to 
make our favorite social bunny run through the fields and Vera just in a really cool like gift somehow. I don't know how. <laughs> I, I'm not good at that stuff. But if I I would there... be actually terrified if I was like running through ashes and suddenly I just see little bunny with Faisal's face just pop out of nowhere. <laughs> Just hop across, hop across the road, and you're just gonna stop and like, all right, we're turning this caravan around. It's not happening right now. I'm just turning this around. So I'm going back to my metropolis, and I'm gonna go get a drink. That's what's gonna happen. Dude, quite. Oh no, you've already had the drinks at this point. Blood for the blood god. Go, dude. I'd be running through that game. I'd see it, and at first I'd be like, the f- "What is that? What?" And then I'd, I'd like have to do a one, two take, you know, look back at it and think to myself. Oh, but then he's gone. <laughs> after no. the second take, he's gone. Be like, no. And you have to chase after him. Is it like a hallucination? <laughs> Am I seeing stuff in game where that just happened? Be like, bring it in some mm-hmm. lights, justice. Because you know it's some corrupt creature. That's not real. That's not real. <laughs> not in Vera. Can't happen. Can't happen, man. Can't happen. It only happens in our minds here. We have fun with it. But if that actually happens, how many hours have I been in game right now? <laughs> First thought. Just a double take. <laughs> I just, Triple take. Over. I just. No. I just uh, imagine me being the bunny from Monty Python, the Holy Grail. Oh, God. Someone just oh, no. Throws it in. <laughs> Something to get the holy hand grenade. <laughs> it would. It, y'all ever see I Am Legend, the movie with Will Smith? Oh, God. Yes. Okay, Here, here's the kind of reaction I'd have. Do you remember how he went to the store and he's always going in, talking to his mannequin friend at the table, going by? His dog, his pet dog, is always telling him, Yo, you need to go and you need to hit on the, the female mannequin because, <laughs> you know, he's socially got nothing. So he's talking to dolls at this point. He walks up right, in there. Right. He's lost his dog or something like that. I can't remember what it is. But he, no, no, it's before he loses his dog. Spoiler alert. He goes in there and he sees that the mannequin's not there. Someone's not there. Something's moved around, right? Mm-hmm. And then sees the mannequin on the street. Is like screaming, no, no. Like, because, you know, he's thinking to himself, I'm going mental right now. Yeah, that'd be me if I saw a bunny in a field with Faisal's face on it, okay? I'd be like, no. <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> what just happened? It would be like, okay, uh, it's just something's not right. My, anyway. oh, you, you run into a tavern with the um, <laughs> with the voice chat on and just start screaming, there's a bunny, there's a Faisal! <laughs> you would hear me <laughs> screaming on stream in the highest, highest loudest high-pitched voice i could possibly muster and then sim this reminds me of fifth yeah it would be a fifth element chris tucker screen (laughs) now try to imagine that coming out of me exactly i terrifying it sounds terrifying wow daedalus you're like enjoying that way too much you know I am. I wow. am. I'm actually. I'm. I'm, in, I'm picturing it right now. It's, yep. it's Good time me for me to run. Good time for me to run. We had a couple topics from the community actually related to some stuff and things, but I think they'll be a better fit for next week, probably. 
we'll see if we can time. And then I like to I like to keep things going with the flow, feeling like it hits the theme of the show. And this week's theme was talking about all of the ponderers. As we wait for this game, we're looking forward to friends. And although this show is now coming to an end, we will return as always next Sunday, 5 p.m. CDT. Remember, you can call in at 1-539-664-6801 to leave a message, which we will play on the show. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at at Ashes Pathfinder. Also, AshesPathfinders at gmail.com is where you can shoot us a message if you want to send us a mail to read on the show. Any of the five-star reviews on iTunes will get read here as well. Friends, on that note, that's our show. I want to let my fellow Pathfinders do their sign-offs, let you know where you can find them, what their domain is. We'll start with our returning Pathfinder who's been absent for a while, Wondering Mist. Goodness. Uh, so you can find me on my YouTube channel, which is Wandering Mist on YouTube. I am also active on the Ashes official forums and the Ashes official Discord. You can find me there. Hit me up. I'm always down for lovely conversations with all the lovely Ashes peoples. And Basil, our favorite social bunny. You guys can find me on Twitch as Basil108 and on Twitter as Bagel108. And Daedalus, or Ashen Herald. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at the Ashen Herald, and on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash Ashen Herald. Friends, that's our show. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure. You all take care of yourselves and stay safe out there. We will see you again next Sunday for the next Ashes Pathfinder show. Take care of yourselves. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.